0: Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from OTRGold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors.
1: The Fibber McGee and Molly Show. NBC and Richard Hudnut. Makers of the all-new Richard at Home Permanent with Beauty Rinse Neutralizer present Fibber, McGee, and Molly Transcribed. The show is written by Phil Leslie and Len Levinson and directed by Max Hutto. We'll join Fibber and Molly in just a moment. In order that you may understand the American economic system better... Authorities on labor, business, and public service have prepared this message. It begins, Americans live better than any other people in the world. Enjoy more luxuries and more leisure time. All this is the result of our constantly increasing production. As we've worked harder and more efficiently, we've lived more happily. And at the same time, we've clung to the precious principles of freedom, which are the foundation of our economic system. The rights of the individual have remained intact. We know that we can work where and at what we please. We know that we can profit from enterprise and initiative. These then are the two sides of America's economic system, the productive side and the moral side. Together they have created a splendid way of life. Together they will bring us a still more glorious future. For in that future we will correct the faults we know exist. And by increasing our production still further, we can look forward to a still higher standard of living through the American economic system. Mr. McGee of 79 Wispel Vista went downtown an hour ago in a happy, cheerful frame of mind. Ah, but here he comes back home again and listen to him gripe.
2: Oh, high-handed, inconsiderate, unbusiness-like shovings around. This is the worst I ever took. I've been pretty patient about this thing. And if they think I'm the kind of a guy that they can do that to, well, we'll see about this. By George, I'm that not...
3: That's that McGee? Yeah,
2: that's me. Whished
3: around, underprivileged, stepped on, bypass
2: McGee. That's me.
3: For goodness sakes, you sound like you got a chip on your shoulder.
2: Chip? As the butcher said when he carried the cow out of the icebox, Mrs. McGee, this is a big beef.
3: Well, sit down and tell Mother all about it. What happened?
2: I was down at that Elks Club this morning, and the first guy I saw was that big mouth Mort, too. Well,
3: that's enough to upset anybody that soon after breakfast. But don't let it throw you.
2: Oh, that ain't what upset me. It's what Mort's got that makes me sore. A new dial telephone.
0: Oh?
2: Yeah. Practically everybody in town has got to dial a dial phone but us. More tubes even now. And we're still stuck with that old fashioned call them up and call-em-up-and-tell-them-who-you-want kind.
3: But the telephone company explained that 12 times with me. They're changing over a neighborhood at a time as fast as they can. Well,
2: that ain't fast enough. You know, I'm fed up. I'm going to call that phone company up and blow every fuse in their dad-ratted circuit. Hand me it. Thanks. Hello, operator. Give me the telephone. Company. I want to talk to the superintendent of service. That's you, Mert. Oh, dear. How's every little thing, Mert? It is, eh? What say, Mert? Your three-year-old nephew raising a beard. <laughs> he must look cute. What,
3: three years
2: old? Yeah, he keeps raising his grandpa's beard to look for Easter eggs. <laughs> what say, Mert? The superintendent of service. Yeah, put him on.
3: I think Mert is putting you on. Hello, soup. This is Stibber McGee of 79 Whistle Vista, and I got a complaint, Buster.
2: Practically everybody in this town has got dial telephones but us, and I'm sick and tired of... <laughs> yeah, yeah, we've been hearing that for months. I'm telling you for the last time, Soup, if you don't get somebody out here pronto, I'm going to take my business someplace else.
3: They'll dance in the street. I don't want any more excuses, Ty. Si. That's my
2: last word. The only
1: way to deal with them guys,
2: my... Somebody
3: is at the door, dearie. Come in.
1: From the telephone company, ma'am. Coming to put in a dial phone for you. Ah, you see there, kiddo.
2: Get tough enough with them high tension high binders, and they really hop. Come right in, bud. You sure made fast time out here.
3: This way, young man. The phone's over here.
2: Thanks. I'll get right to work. I imagine you're anxious to have you. Second there, bud. If you leave the receiver off the hook like that, nobody can call
1: me. That's right, sir. Are you expecting an important call or something?
2: Well, how do I know who's going to call me? Gee, Liz, the whole fascination of having a telephone is that you never know when some strange, unusual, exciting news may come bolting out of the blue into your ear.
1: Sir, if you'd like me to come back some other day, I can put you at the bottom of the list. Oh,
2: right? no, no, no. You, you go right ahead. You go right ahead. I don't want to interfere with putting in a dial phone. Just just keep my line open, that's all.
3: Oh, my gee, the man can't put in a new phone until he takes out this one. He has to disconnect the wires,
1: naturally. Uh, thanks very much, lady. Pretty inefficient. You won't miss any calls, sir. If anyone tries, they'll be told your line is temporarily disconnected, and they'll call you later. Temporarily
2: disconnected? My gosh, everybody knows that that means you haven't paid your bill. That
3: reminds me, dearie. Have you paid the bill?
2: Come to think of it, no. But that's okay. We've still got 14 days of grace.
3: That's only with insurance policies.
2: The phone company, too. Grace is that girl in the business office that always lets our bill run a couple of weeks. Can I help you there, bud?
1: No, thanks. You need the fixing tape? I've got lots of fixing tape. You need fixing tape? I have friction tape. I... McGee?
3: Hmm? I have some work to do in the kitchen.
2: How about you? You can give me a hand with the dishes. Oh, I can't right now, Molly. I'm I'm busy here. The minute you get the new phone hooked in, bud, I, I got an important call to make. To somebody. Urgent.
1: Yeah.
2: There's a lot of wires inside that thing. What's that gadget there for? Oh, I see. You know, I'm sort of sorry to see that old phone go, bud. Had it all these years. Got it wore down to pitch my ear like a glove. Ah, the voices that have come to me over that old instrument. Tragedy, comedy, drama, wrong numbers. Putting finished, bud?
1: No, I'm not nearly finished. How
2: come you boys are taking so long to convert this
1: town? Mister, we'd have been done months ago. Only nobody seems to have anything to do but ask us questions. Make us drink coffee. Babysit with our kids while they go to the store. Repair their radio sets. Or just yak their heads off so we can't work.
3: Is
2: that so? That's tough. Lucky for you, our radio set don't need fixing. You go right ahead with your work. Won't make you nervous if I just look over your shoulder, will it? (laughs)
1: to Vista in a minute.
0: Hello, I'm your Richard Hudnut Beauty Advisor with news about a home permanent that lets you curl your hair to suit yourself. It's the new Richard Hudnut Home Permanent and it gives you exactly the kind of wave or curl you happen to want. You get a choice of three different waving and drying methods and exclusive Beauty Rinse Neutralizer assures you best results no matter which method you use. For instance, if you like a casual hairdo, use the Richard Hudnut pin Curl Method. If you want a deeper, firmer wave, follow the Richard Hudnut Salon Method. Or for a step-saving way to get nice, springy curls, try the Richard Hudnut On Curler Method. You'll find the easy directions for all three methods right inside the new Richard Hudnut Home Permanent Package. So you really can curl your hair to suit yourself. Just remember, it's the new Richard Hudnut Home Permanent. The only wave in the world with beauty rinse neutralizer that gives you best results no matter which method you use.
1: Did you ever stop to think, Bud... Why, no, Mr. McGee. If I did, I'd have quit this job long ago.
2: Did you ever stop to think how lucky it was the telephone was invented by the guy that done it instead of somebody else? What do you mean? Well, suppose the inventor was... A guy named Alexander Graham Whistle, instead of Alexander Graham Bell, and the telephone of toot instead of tinkle.
1: Well, I never thought of that.
2: Of course you didn't. That's that's why you're not an inventor. Just a second, please. Mm-hmm. Hello, George.
1: Hello, George. Testing. Testing. One, two, three, four. Testing. Okay. Bring me back on four three six six, George. 4366.
2: Six. Is that our number? number,
1: 4366? Yes. Okay, George. What, George? No, same as every place in this town. I got a WN with a constant BS.
2: Say, Bud, what's a WN and a BS?
1: A wrong number with a busy signal.
2: Oh, that's all. Finished yet? Can I use it now?
1: In just a minute.
2: Okay, I'll wait. want to make a call the minute the line's clear. Hey, Molly, he's almost finished. We almost got a dial tone. Oh
3: good it's wonderful that you got it installed at all, young man, considering.
1: Thanks, Mrs. McGee. You're very understanding. It's all ready to use now. If you'll just show me where to throw this trash Oh, just
3: leave the
1: trash there. I'll clean it up. Okay. I'll be leaving then. Bye.
2: Bye. Ah, boy, oh, boy. This is the moment I've been waiting for, Tootsie. The first call on the new dial phone. Good. And you know to whom it's to whom? Who? To my dearest friend and fattest critic, Old Doc Gamble, uh-huh. the guy that swore he'd get his dial phone before I did if he had to sell all his mortuary stock and buy the phone company. <laughs> Wait till I rub it into him like a machine. Now, how do I get Doc's office? Oh,
3: I know. Hello, operator. Give me Doctor George Gamble at fourteenth and oh, is that you, Murray? Oh no, the phone company spends a million dollars to put in an automatic system just so McGee can dial Murd. What's that, he Murd? Yeah, our new dial phone. Let me Doc Gamble so I can... Huh? Oh, okay, Mert.
2: I'll try a letter. Doc ain't in. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah, he's probably hiding out the big rundown. Probably won't hear from him, though. Till... I'll get it. 79,
3: Wispel Vista, Molly McGee
2: speaking. No, no, Molly. we got a new number now. Here, let me talk with you. I'll show you how you ought to answer it. Hello. This is Wispel Vista, 4366 speaking. Hello, McGee. Oh, hi, Doc. Doc Gamble. I was just going to phone you, Doc. Tell you about our new dial phone. They ain't got to your house yet, have they? Well, to tell the truth, I don't know. I haven't been home for several hours. Well, we got our new dial phone installed already, Petzel. Better take down the number. It's Worstville Vista 4366. That's the dial phone, you know. You know, you got a fidget with the digit to get us now. I'll make a note of it when I get home. By the way, you might mark down my new telephone number. It's XD7187. X-D, 7-1, hey, who are you trying to kid? What kind of number is that? Mobile telephone number, my boy. It's in my car. What? Yeah, I'm talking to you while driving casually down
3: 14th Street. Put your hand out, you dumb cluck.
2: What do you mean, put my hand out? Oh, not you, McGee. I was telling off that moron ahead of me. What
3: is it, McGee?
2: What is it? Why, that big 4 fletcher Doc Gamble, he's got a telephone in his car. A radio telephone. McGee,
3: what do they think of next? Yeah.
2: Ah, McGee, you can't imagine the convenience of this instrument. No stopping to hunt for a payphone on rainy nights. My office can reach me instantly when I'm needed. And as I drive along with the phone to my ear, I...
3: Holy smoke, Doc! Hey,
2: Doc, are you
3: hurt? What
2: happened? What happened? Accident.
1: Doc, are you hurt? No, I'm not hurt, Mm
2: McGee. I'll call you back. Look, send me a tow truck, will you? I gotta hang up and count my fenders. Okay, Doc.
1: Molly will be right back. I'd like to take just one minute of your time here to remind you about more of the wonderful entertainment that's headed your way tomorrow evening via the NBC Radio Network. Songs with Frank Sinatra takes the musical spotlight tomorrow evening as Frank brings you music of some of the nation's greatest recording artists as well as songs of his own. You'll truly enjoy his compact quarter hour of listenable music. Be sure to hear it tomorrow on NBC Radio. And listen, to for the Dinah Shore Show, featuring the thrush from Nashville, with another quarter-hour program of her lilting song interpretations. Tuesday evenings also bring mystery and adventure to the NBC airwaves with such thrill-packed programs as Dragnet, Barry Craig, and Rocky Fortune. Dragnet features true stories of your police force in action, with Jack Webb starring as Sergeant Joe Friday. You'll hear the solution of an actual police case when you listen to Dragnet tomorrow. Here, Dragnet, each week on the NBC Radio Network.
3: That's you, McGee? No, know.
2: kiddo.
3: Dr. Gamble all right?
2: He wasn't hurt. With all his padding... Not a scratch, but the phone company's raising heck.
3: Oh, what's that complaint?
2: Well, that accident Doc had, he managed to avoid the other driver, but he ran into a telephone pole, and he's put every phone in the downtown district out of commission.
3: Oh, dear.
2: Yep. Good night. Good night, Al.
1: NBC and Richard Hudnut makers of the all-new Richard Hudnut Home Permanent with Beauty Rinse Neutralizer have brought you the Beaver McGee and Molly program transcribed with Arthur Q. Bryan as Dr. Gamble and Nestor Paiva as the man from the phone company. This is John Wald inviting you to be with us again tomorrow night for another visit with Beaver McGee and Molly. Tonight, with Can You Top This with
3: Senator Ford on the NBC Radio Network.